Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Women of Grace, Faith, and Courage podcast. I'm super, super excited. My name is April Fields. If you haven't joined us before, and I am your host, and I am joined here by my amazing sister in Christ and abstinence advocate, Shakira Seabrook. Hi, Shakira. Are you on? Yes, April. I am on, and I'm so happy for the conversation we're going to have today. Yes, yes, yes. I'm telling you, people, if you have not had a chance to check out the Woman of Grace and Faith podcast for this year, I mean, last year as well, but this year, the Holy Spirit has kicked it up several notches. I mean, just fire. So this is actually part two to a two-part series on honoring God with your body. If you haven't checked out part one with my um, with my sister in Christ, phenomenal woman of God, Deanna Robinson, who actually talked with us about honoring God with our bodies and the physical and how that impacts the kingdom work that we are called to do. And now we're going to talk about an area where people want to tiptoe around and shy away from <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to really have these conversations, but oh. today we have time. We have time. So we're going to talk about honoring God with your body, maintaining your purity. Oh, my goodness. Something that I have actually personally struggled with. I'm now back on the bandwagon, so that's great. But, um, Amen. Okay, amen, had to, you know, repent and come back, but that's okay because it's quite open, so this is not meant to judge anyone. I mean, conviction is healthy, correction is healthy, that's from the Holy Spirit, but it's not meant to judge anyone who may be currently living in a way that is not honoring God with your body. This is meant to bring forth revelation from our sister and, and really wisdom and really just, you know, what, um, what God is calling us to do, which is calling us to be holy and be set apart, and us to walk in yeah. it as women of God and royalty. I mean, oh, my gosh, if we only knew <laughs> and could tap into just how important we are to God and how much he loves us. And so I'm going to open this up in prayer before we get in because I'm excited. I'm just excited. So I'm going to open this up in prayer. <laughs> oh, Father God, we thank you, thank you, thank you for this time. We thank you for my sister coming in to just bless us, bless us, bless us with her presence, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you know, her body is healed and she's ready to bring forth, you know, whatever word that you've given her. We thank you for the ministry, Lord, and the movement that you've used her to birth, Father. May it continue to bless others, Father God. May everything that she speaks to be anointed, Father. May every platform that she reach be anointed, Father God. May everything she touch, Father, the work of her hand, Lord, be blessed, Father, for her desire, Lord, to go this deep for you, for her desire to go this hard for you, Lord, in an area that makes people cringe, Lord, in an area that makes people uncomfortable, Lord. She's boldly proclaiming, Lord, what it means to honor you with our body, Lord. And we thank you, thank you, thank you for this ministry, Lord. We thank you for this time today, Lord. Bring forth the revelation, Lord, the deliverance, Lord, and the freedom through your word, Father. And your precious and mighty name we pray, amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So let's just dive right in. So, I, you know, when the Holy Spirit always leads me to the speakers, and so I'm, I'm always so honored. I never... If you guys have joined before, you know I tell the story all the time where I never know any of the speakers that the Lord sees me. God, like literally probably 98% of them I don't know. So, like, we're Instagram, like, friends in my own eyes. Right. Things like that, but I don't know person, you know, but I love that because it is such a divine connection. And so Amen. I'm thinking about or praying about, like, podcast episodes, he just downloaded a few. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. I know Deanna, so that's cool. But part of it, okay, all right, cool. Oh, wow. Okay. Honoring God with your, he's so witty. And guys, he's always so full of like divine strategies and like marketing. I mean, he is amazing. So if you just sit with him long enough, I'm telling you, you can't help but win. So he was just, you know, ministering to me about what the other part of the podcast will look like and how it should be about maintaining, honoring God with your body from a purity perspective. And I went, oh man, that's, that's powerful, Lord. And so he let me know we were already connected, but he said, yes, her. But she 
Wow, wow. Girl, okay, you on the Holy Spirit. So, 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 so then I reached out to her, and here we are, guys. She is an Amen. abstinence advocate. I've never heard of that, but it excites me in ways I cannot be excited about abstinence. Oh. So, so let me, we'll just um, tell us a little bit about sort of like your calling into such a unique but necessary ministry and sort of your role. <laughs> And just what, what you know, did you, did, you know, did, is that self-proclaimed or like, you know, the guy say you're going to be right. <laughs> No. So I'm laughing because, like, this is all so new to me. Like, you know, when people say your ministry, I do cringe. I'm a very honest person. So I'm going to say, like, I'm still not even comfortable with, like, this is your ministry or, like, your calling. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I guess just the backstory is, you know, I'm okay, so I'm 32, I'm a virgin, and a lot of people would say, like, it makes sense, Shakia, right? Like, it just makes sense that you would talk about this topic, but truth be told, it wasn't something that I was passionate about, and it's because it was something that I didn't understand that so many people struggled with in terms of abstaining from sex, in terms of purity. It was just a, a way of life for me. It was something that I just never struggled with. I never had, like, this burning desire to lose. Like, it was just a small part of my life that I never thought that I would be so passionate about it because it was like, oh, okay, I'm a virgin, like, on to the next um, thing. But I had been talking about um, self-esteem for years. That, that's what I thought my calling was. So many fruits were being bared from um, me speaking on um, self-esteem and doing conferences and events. And um, my friend would always tell me, like, you know, this virgin thing, you know, this whole, because, you know, they, they don't really know about abstinence and all this, but she just said this virgin thing, I think that's what, like, you're meant to speak about because a lot of people struggle, Shakia. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. So in 2017, I wrote a, I published my book called The Decision, A Conversation on the Tempting, Confusing, Yet Rewarding Abstinence Journey. And for me, and I tell people all the time, the only reason why I even wrote the book was it gave me an opportunity to create. That is my most favorite thing in this world to do is to create. So when I wrote my book, it was an opportunity for me to create. And I'm like, what could I talk about in length? And it was being abstinent. So when I published the book in 2017, I was doing like little videos where people could send me questions and I would answer them. And people were just like reacting crazy. Like they were like, oh my goodness, I love these videos. Please keep them going. And little by little, I was just doing the videos. And then I just went through, like, this really dark time in my life, April, and I'm just coming out of it. And it was just a a long season of me just not knowing where I was going next or what I was doing in my life. And I kept feeling God nudge me to be like, you're going to be talking about abstinence. And I literally was like, no, no, like, that's not what I want to do. Like, that's not what my plan was, you know. And after, like, a year and a half of just being, like, really lost and not being able to find my way, I literally was like, okay, God, (laughs) okay, I'm going to say yes, because I knew what he was calling me to do, and I knew that if I said yes to his calling, that things would fall in line and that the vision would be clear, because that was my prayer. Um, And when I said yes, like, when I say April, the floodgates opened, right? It just, everything just made sense, and I just went full-fledged, really making abstinence visible, so where the abstinence advocate title came from is I was like, well, what am I, God? Like, what am I doing? Like, I don't know what this is. And simply put, God is like, you're just advocating for abstinence. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be some grand thing, but that's all you are. You're standing, you know, in the gaps in this sexually saturated, you know, society and letting people know that abstinence is doable and I'm calling them to do it. And this is what it looks like in 2020. And, 
you know, so for me, it is self-proclaimed, but I think it was God gave it to me just to have peace with it. Like, just like, this is, it, it's not that serious, Shakia. Like, you're just going to advocate for it, and I'm going to, you know, guide you. So that that's really just the backstory. Yeah, no, that's good. You know what's so funny when it's, when it's, when God gives it to us, we're like, oh, ministry calling all these Christianese. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, right. really, that is, that's, it is what it is, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we stray away from it because even I literally just this year, like, or a few months ago, I would say got comfortable with using those terms, like calling and ministry and preaching. I, stra- I mean, I literally fought those terms. I'm like, I'm going to part my mouth. I'm going to minister. It's like you purposely sit going around what God is calling you to do, like, you know, mm-hmm. what, like, what he's spoken to you. You know you're walking in it, but you tiptoe around using the terms. So I think it makes mm-hmm. it extremely, like, it, it's almost like it makes it extremely real. There's also a level of accountability, too. Um, but, but, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It makes it really real, and it's different. In a few months, I'm going to follow up with you, and you'll be using the words ministry and calling. But <laughs> God didn't change the title on my Instagram. But if I want to touch on that accountability part is so, so real because what I realize is that, you know, social media is so powerful. It, it really is powerful, and I'm learning more about this whole platform and how people view me, um, where there is a sense of accountability. So I find myself having to explain myself because people don't know me, right? So if I say something a certain way or if I post something, there is an accountability where I'm telling people, like, don't be so, like, you can use me as a a, a, source, a a resource, but I'm not the source, right? So we put a lot of a lot of we give people a lot of power. So what I thought was like I'm just a regular girl on the walk with y'all, like just sharing my story and testimony. I realized that when God calls you to do something, there is a level of accountability. So I'm like God, let me see that now, right? That people are viewing me in a certain light, and I have to become wise to that. Expose what that means. Because I just see myself as a regular girl on the journey with everybody else. But you're right. When you say yes to the calling in the ministry, there is an, a level of accountability that accompanies it. Yes, yes. Yeah, but I think that was, I'm glad you highlighted that because that's important for other women who, or women, men who may be, you know, struggling with that piece. It's, I mean, the walk is real. The journey's real. The whole calling ministry. It's like once you actually finally, and you know, but it usually takes some sort of rock bottom moment, it feels like, or some moment where you where you really um, in a place where you're just you're just trying to figure out, you're crying out to the Lord, what is it mm. that you want from me? You know, mm. what you mm. want to do, Lord? And then listen, he loves it because he swoops right on in. He's just like, oh, this is what I want you to do, and you're going to do it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. He was literally like, Saki, I keep telling you. I keep telling you what you want to, like, I keep telling you what I need you to do, but you don't want to say yes to it. So you're going to keep on being lost. You're going to keep on being confused. Until you say, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, I think God had revealed to me one day, he gives us gifts, right? God gives each and every one one of us gifts, but we don't get to say what we get to do with it. You get what I'm saying? Like, God is like, I gave you that gift. Now you use it for my kingdom. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, we don't get once you say, yeah. And so that's the thing. There's there's a calling. There's one thing to be called, and there's another thing to accept the calling. That's the process, Mm -hmm. right? There's a Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, process. Actually respond and say yes, and once you yep. respond and say yes, just know that that's it. Like you said, the gift that you have or the calling is to such a unique because it's such a unique ministry. I mean, I get super super excited. I was talking to I think everyone who would listen just about I'm like man honoring you know God with your body was talking about purity from an abstinence advocate. You know I'm just, <laughs> just doing the most. But, um, so 
but it really truly is something you have to respond to. Like one of my yeah. favorite worship songs this season is Travis Green with um I think it's like Trinity and one other person, but it's re- it's called Respond and it's always on repeat because she's saying mm. when you're saying if you call me I will respond because that's the thing. Mm. If you call you to something, you be like Jonah. Okay, you be like Jonah. He running. Up. You mm. get clarity until you say yes I can't speak for what how God speaks to other people but I know that I know and I'm telling you God was like Shakia you can cry all you want to you can say God what, what am I supposed to be doing with but I'm telling you this is what you're going to do you cannot say yes but you're going to be in shambles and you're going to be lost and confused until you say I knew it was I can't explain it and when I said yes April I lied to you not the floodgates opened and it was like oh floodgates <laughs> <laughs> it was like that moment when Jesus was baptized and he came out the water and then the heavens opened and he said, mm. my beloved son with whom I will. Put. It's like, it's almost like that, right? Thank you, wow. finally, daughter. Finally, son, like, with whom I will please. Why? Because mm. you the calling. You now are saying, Ooh. yes, Lord, I want to do whatever you want me to do with the gifts that you've given me because wow. my life is not my mm-hmm. own. Like, it's not. Come on. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the direction. But... <laughs> Amen. Look, we can transition right into my life is not my own, but nor is my body, right? So that's why we have to honor our body. You, you get what I'm saying? It's not ours. When, you, when God really gave me, like, that's not yours. <laughs> that's mine. And you out here doing what you want, how you want with it, when it's not even yours to do it with. And I'm going to take a script, the scripture that he placed in my spirit as I prayed and pre- prepared sort of the discussion points for this, for the questions for you. Uh, 1 Corinthians 16, 19, we all know the scripture. Most of us, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? Who is Amen. Whom you have received from God, you are not Amen. your own. Where's the mic? Amen. Where's the mic? You Amen. Right, so you can drop it. Right. No, right. Amen. I mean, he just literally just, I love it. He's so phenomenal because he took us right into this piece. We know that our bodies are not our own, and we know that having sex outside of marriage, it has major consequences. Listen, I have mm. major consequences. And conviction is, if you are a believer and, you know, walking with the Lord, conviction is heavy. It Amen. is heavy. And I, you know, that was the piece that I sort of struggled with. I was like, okay, oh, my gosh, I am incredibly convicted. And I remember just crying Amen. on my knees about a year ago, or maybe a little less than a year, almost a year ago. And really just because I had been abstinent for a couple of years, and I had gotten into a relationship, and we tried to practice the weight. And then, see, the thing about that is got to create boundaries. I can see about this. Mm-hmm. Down, but <laughs> you got to create boundaries. We did not. Like, we were just like, why is Megan Good and Devon Franklin so, like, they were so rigid. No, no, no. You have
never forget this, guys. I was on my knees crying out. This was April of last year. April of last year, and I was literally in tears wow. because for me, it's like a daughter who has disappointed her father. That's my relationship. Right. Like I high regard for the Lord. Like just, and so I wanted so bad to continue on my journey of being holy and really just, you know, like not just talking to talk but walking to walk. And I mm-hmm. feel like I had. I had failed him, and so I'm crying like I'm wow. disappointed. I mean, like real bawling, guys. Just mm-hmm. disappointed her father, and this is just how I am. I'm crying, and then you know, I remember a girlfriend. She says, "You know what's wrong with you?" She could pick up on something was wrong with me when she called me, and I was like, oh, "I'm just crying because this is what is happening." Like you got one, per- you got to have one person like that 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 you can be real with, right? One person mm-hmm. that you can go that you can really bear your all to. You have to have Amen. because they will turn into your accountability accountability partner, which is what we talk, it's important, especially if you're going to practice the weight. you got to have somebody mm-hmm. like, and I think Mr. Harris said this on another, another the previous podcast, we weren't necessarily talking about the weight, but she was just saying the importance of having somebody that you can call up like, hey, girl, I'm getting ready to do something. I ain't supposed to, I, you know, and that person pulls up mm-hmm. like, that, that's it. Right. So I'm just like, okay, I'm doing it differently next time. But when I tell you, she she was walking in in her gift of prophecy, and she said, the Lord said, get up. He forgives you. And mm. I, when I tell you, when I tell you, I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'm back, I'm back. And then from that moment on, I said, see, nah, not doing it again. Like, just, Amen. I'm not even going near it. I ain't even, I mean, I tell you, we having group outings, and if it ain't a group outing, I don't know what to tell you, unless it's at church or a coffee house, bar, but something, but it's not anything like, what I was doing, walking the line, playing with the line, crossing over the line a little bit. Is, like, you just can't do it. But, so I, but April, I, I want to talk about those lines, right? Yeah, and and we, we talked about boundaries. And, you know, th- this is what I tell people because I think people, okay, so how can I say it? But I can only be me, right? And I can only speak from my experience and how I view things, right? And that's why I tell people I am mere but a woman. I am a human. You know what I mean? But understand, this is what I tell people, right? They always ask about boundaries and about the fire, how close can I get in. A lot of things are innocent. In of itself, it's innocent, April. Honestly, like, because I put a post about cuddling the other day, and a girl got offended. And I told her, I said, cuddling is not a sin. You, that's it. You can't argue it. It's not a sin, right? And it's not, it's not evil. It's not lustful. I want people to hear that. It's innocent. Because if that was the case, we would never cuddle with our nephews. We would never cuddle with our children, and it sounds like people are like, it's not the same thing. It is, because cuddling by definition is one thing. It's man that perverts certain things, right? So that's what we have to begin, begin to understand. So I tell people, I don't want to teach you what to do and not what to do, right? Because that's where your, your relationship with God has to come into place. You have to know God, because God will give you conviction. I can say, April, don't ever um, only go out in public with people, right? Or, or, or groups, excuse me, go out in groups or no, no, I'll use the public. Cause some people say it's okay to date, but don't be in their house, be in a public setting. Well, maybe you could be in the movies at a public setting. You could be at a restaurant, in a public setting, and you could still do stuff when temptation comes upon you. Cause I have friends that have done stuff. You know what I mean? So if you're going to do something, you're going to do it no matter what is put into place. That's where, like you said, that conviction comes into place. You get what I'm saying? There has to be a, a conviction. You have to be connected with God where when you're about to do something, even if I say it's okay, if I say it's okay for you to do this, but there's a conviction that comes upon you, that's what's more important. Do you get what I'm saying? So I'm just like, yes, there, there's lines, but guess what? What I can do, April, may burn you. 
So I can't say April, well, it's okay to hold hands because it's innocent. Because I know a man that says, baby, I won't even hold hands because I know what it leads to. You get, because he knows his conviction. That's what's most important. So yes, we can share all day, but I tell people all the time on my abstinence show, I can give you practical steps, you know, and values that work for me, but I cannot give you a blueprint. I will set you up because I don't know. The Bible talks about you got to know your desires. That's what drags you away and tempts you, your own desires. Me and you, April, don't have the same desires. Do you get what I'm saying? So if I tell you, and so I tell people something, I could share, but the, the best thing you could do is get to know God because God will convict you. The Holy Spirit will say, now you know it's a no. Right. You know you can't hold hands. I don't care what Shakia said. I don't care asking this advocate. She's saying don't hold hands. I mean, it's okay to hold hands because it's innocent, but you know if you hold hands, it's going to lead to something else. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why I, listen, like I said, I could share all day and, and there's these, you know, sound good, same old things we share, right? Be careful what you listen to, what you, and those are true. But there's also some personal things, some dark things that you battle with that the only thing that is going to make you aware of that, that, that can speak to that is the Holy Spirit convicting you. That's most important. Drawing closer to God and be like, God, convict me, you know, before I fall. Trigger, I used to say that prayer, God, give me a nudge, because I may not even see what's ahead of me. I may think it's innocent, but it's a catalyst that's going to lead to something, or, or we could say, just say lead to sex. You know what I mean? So, yes, there's practical boundaries. I tell people, people, places, and things, right? There's certain people that will trigger us. I say they just look like lust, right? They probably don't even mean to, but you looking at them and you're lusting after them. Those are people that you can't entertain. I know I can't, Right? I remember I met a guy, and for me, he was just a trigger. And I said, I can't even. Like, we can't even. We just can't even. You know what I mean? And we have to be honest with that. If you know it's going to be a forever fight, you getting to know them because there's something about them that makes you lust and that you shouldn't entertain them. You shouldn't, you know, if, if you have to be in a setting with them, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a private setting. Places, there's certain places that trigger people. Some people can't go to the movie theaters. I've been on dates at the movie theaters, and I've eaten popcorn and watched the movie, and I went about my business. Movie theaters is not a trigger for me, but for some people it is. If you know you can't go to the movie theaters, if you know you can't go to Applebee's because you got some memories there, then you don't go there because it's a trigger that you've identified. Certain things we know that we can't watch, we can't listen to, we conversations we can engage in. I'm very careful with that because sex, I'm talking about sex now, I talk about it so much that it's like, nothing, right, for me to talk about it. But I'm also aware that if a guy flies in my DM and he wants to talk about his abstinence journey and masturbation and he may truly be seeking help, I know for me it's probably not wise for me as a woman to engage with that man, right, because I don't know where it could turn. So I point him to a man of God that is abstaining. That's me. You know what I mean? Even though I may be okay with it, I don't know how he's perceiving this talk that we're having. Right. So, yeah, the people placing the things, I say, understand your triggers. But the best advice I could give, honestly, for helping with boundaries is drawing closer to God and asking God for conviction. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's that. Yeah, that's it, because that's going to bring forth. That's the only thing that brings forth change. Like, that's the only thing right. that makes you go, you know what? No, let me not play with this, because I already know. I feel the Holy Spirit saying, nah. Like you said, it's right. Process, like, it's right. Like, you. It's like, come on, you know right. what? Like, and I agree, everybody's, um, you have to, and, and um, this was said in the, in the last podcast about you have to know yourself. And I thought that was very, right. very powerful. Like, 
like you're saying, everybody's triggers are different. Mine are not the same as yours. So knowing yourself, right. like you said, knowing you, because uh, certain music does, I mean, come on. I mean, it just does. Mm-hmm. If you listen to Tank and Trey songs, I mean, listen, you know, I used to love back in the day before I was trying to be married, <laughs> I, used to, <laughs> I used to love Tank and Trey songs, but we know all they sing about. So it's almost like mm-hmm. it's, it's in your subconscious, it, you know, so if you know that you can't listen to Tank and Trey songs without it, like you said, taking you back to the days when you weren't practicing abstinence, mm-hmm. I've, just, I've cut it all out. Like, I literally listen. There are some R&B that I still listen to. I'm not, like, you know, none, but um, but I don't listen to them. Because <laughs> you know what it does for you, April. You, like, it's like we don't want to become legalistic, Right. It's like, I don't sin out of my love for God. It's not, don't do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that. Because then it's like, I'm not doing it for the love of God. I'm doing it because, like, it's a no way. God doesn't want us to serve like that. It's like, I love you so much that, that um, I won't sin, right? That's how much I love you. I don't want to disappoint you. So when I think about talking to teens, right, because I'm very real. I talk to youth. I've done that for years. If they say, well, Mr. Kia, why is cuddling bad? I don't want it, you know what I mean? I don't want it to be the trying to explain the no, the yes, the no, the yes. I'm like, know yourself. Because the, the, the list would never end. You get what I'm saying? Like, I can't protect her from everything. I, I don't even know half the things these youth battling. Okay, she said no cuddling, but can I send, like, I don't know. I don't even know. FaceTime on Snapchat. I don't even know what they're doing. But there's so many little things that we can't touch on. So I don't want to give you a laundry list of no, yes, no, yes. No. Listen to your body. You know when your body is saying, girl. When it do that, when it reacts, step back. Step back. Do you get what I'm saying? I used the, the example. I made a video where my little cousin, one time when he was roasting marshmallows, right, when he first started roasting marshmallows, he didn't have to ask me, Kiki, how close can I get to the fire before I get burned? Baby, when it got a little hot, he stepped back. He didn't need to ask me. Do you get what I'm saying? You don't need to ask me how far can I go and what can I do before I get burned. Your body tells you that. Let's not play. You get, let's not do that. So that's, I'm like, y'all, y'all better draw close to God and pray, God, give me conviction. That is one of the greatest gifts. When people say, I be convicted, I say, amen. Amen that you still have that sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, that it convicts you and you can feel it and say, you know what, I'm going to step back because this ain't what it is. I want you to have that. Yeah, amen, April. That, amen. That's a little scary. Yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah. You're not really walking. I'm called to say to say, you're not really walking with the Lord. If you don't have mm. conviction, you should take it right? Because everything you're saying is it comes from God. It's not Shakia said. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like God let me know that's a no. And that's what I want people to take from me. I'm glad to be a resource. Amen, God. If you're going to use me, amen, be a light. But I'm like, at the end of the day, y'all, y'all have to have a personal relationship. That's why I'm confident in mine because I'm like, I know my conviction. I know my triggers. I remember Lecrae said, you know, he wore a skull shirt and he said people were like, you know, demonizing him. And he's like, it's a skull, y'all. It's a skull. Like, I don't, I don't, I haven't studied, like, you know, skulls, so I, I don't know. But he was like, you know, we, a lot of times, we as humans, we make something bad or perverted 
or evil or sexual. All these things where it's like at the root of it, you, April, I can keep going on, but like I said, at the root of it is like you knowing God and that Holy Spirit being sensitive enough where if you know you lock pinkies and the Holy Spirit say, no, you will unlock them pinkies in two seconds. Like, oop, nope. It's already let me know. Yeah. No, this is so, it's funny, but it's really, I'm telling you, it's so real coming from somebody who practiced it, failed at it, and it was back at it and looking at it through a whole totally different lens and going at it from a totally different perspective. Also, too, being I wasn't fully surrendered, just full transparency, when I had experienced that downfall. And a few months later, actually, that whole incident resulted in me, I think I fully surrendered in June of last year. So it's so crazy how that conviction, that moment where I'm like, oh, okay, it brought me, we talked about this, um, we talked about the scare, and so I hit sort of rock bottom in the spiritual in terms of just the way I felt the conviction, the heaviness, the weight. Once she, once she said, you're forgiven, then after that I will also say that once I decided, I made it in my mind, and I had a conversation with the person I was dating at that time too. Uh, I was mm. like, listen, yo, like, you, I mean, because he didn't catch the conviction until weeks later. So I was like, yo, I can't, I, like, whatever, like, we about to just be, like, we're not doing, like, if we, we, if we just have to not see each other, that's it. Like, we have to mm-hmm. be serious about this it nonetheless um what happened a couple months later is i ended up really fully surrendering to what god was calling me to and accepting the calling mm. over my life like you said the floodgates opened up for me and so now i know in this season almost a year later i ain't doing nothing not even getting mm. close to it it's not even you know what i mean it's not i don't that's right I don't even want it. Don't send. And you know when you get to that place where you're really wanting to honor God with your body, let me tell you what the enemy does because I want to be clear about this because this is what happens when you make a commitment to the Lord. He sends people back around. He'll send your old boo thing back around. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. yeah. Your first back around, trigger. Your first back trigger. You know, like he, he, mm. he said, oh, re- oh, you, oh, oh, you really committed to the Lord? We'll see. We'll see mm. about that. And that's when the Lord's looking at you, too, because it's a test, right? Are you really committed yeah. to me? You said you love me, but are you really committed to honoring me and being holy in everything that you do? Because that is, that's honestly, we skip over that part in the Bible, but it talks about us being holy because he is holy. And we are a reflection of him, everything that we Amen. do, everything that we say. We're, it's like we aren't taking this role as his children seriously. It's like who wants to disappoint or embarrass their parents in the natural, even in the natural. No one, no one wants to right. be out here doing anything that will bring disgrace or shame to their parents. It's the same right. way Amen. we should look, the same way we should look at our relationship with the Lord and have even, and hold it to an even higher regard as being our, Amen. our heavenly father. So I'm just, oh, this topic, I'm just, this is, this is, <laughs> I'm like, Lord, oh, you know, help my ex forgive me. But this is just, it really is, um, it's really just necessary to be extremely transparent when it comes to the matters of, of, of things like abstaining from sex because it is real. It is a journey. I have fallen off. And so I just want to encourage someone who's, who's fallen off or who might be right now so far mm. So I just want to encourage you, sister, that it is not, it is not something that cannot be done. It can be Amen. done. Just like, like our sister Shakira said, just ask the Holy Spirit to give you that grace and strength and to draw closer to you and allow you to draw closer to him so that whatever grieves him in any second of the day, whether it be with your thought, your deed, or anything that you're, you're attempting to do, let it convict you right away. Yep, you, right there. Down, shut it down. Shut yes. it down. Yes, it yes, yes. Remove the person. I mean, we got to go hard nowadays because, we got to go hard because our battle's not against the flesh, for real. We're, we're fighting against 
darkness and dark and principalities. But that's a whole other conversation. But we really mm. have to be real about our walk. It really has to be real about right. challenges. It's not act like right. the same thing. Like, oh, well, I can just do. No, you can't. That's why you keep failing at it. So just be real mm-hmm. and say, Lord, I can't. Humble yourself. We got to humble right. ourselves and go before the Lord and say, I can't do this without you, Lord. I keep on getting on the wagon, falling off. I need you to <laughs> show me what it is that I can do to, to really win this battle Father, against my right. And, you know, I find and I, I, I do I pray that the Lord will have me connect with a man because men have a different battle than we do when it comes to fighting. Oh, I have so many I could connect you with. I've had so many that oh I've interviewed. I'm, you see the shirts that I have. They're going to be posting their testimonies soon when those shirts come in. Oh, oh yeah, these God. men out here are ready because I'm like, it's time for y'all to be visible. It's, it's time. It's, I have 50 plus. Oh, yeah, it's, they ready. Oh, girl. Hashtag. Oh, listen, they ready. So, I really, that just brings me <laughs> that brings me <laughs> joy to hear that because a lot of times you hear us trying to, you know, do better with honoring God with our body, but you don't see too many men on platforms being vocal about abstaining from sex. That's what, exactly. Their friends, their friends are like, dude. <laughs> right. You know, they're, they're ungodly friends. are like, even the godly <clears throat> ones, too. I'm just sorry. Even the godly ones because, I mean, yeah. Good men of God mess up, too. Good men of God backslide, too. So or having sex, kids, too. Right, fornicating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they, let's be clear. That's not even, yeah, that's a, a lot of Christians fornicating. A lot of Christians, I've heard a lot of Christians justify fornication. I've heard. Oh, April. <laughs> we could stop right there because I learned that where I said everyone, no, not everyone, though, but I'll be like so many people are sold out all the way up to sex. Like, I am almost, like, appalled at. No, they're like, I'm so sold out, but that the girl, they would give up everything. You hear me? Yeah. Everything but sex. And it also scares me at how passive we are when it comes to fornication. Like, people, like I said, can literally, like, I am sold out, but they are still having sex, which makes me, like, I, I, I'm so, I'm just shocked. I'm, just, I'm like, God, let me understand why is it that very thing. People will stop drinking, doing drugs, you know, all the, 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 the things we, we talk about all the time, but that sex thing, it's almost like it's excusable, right? In church, yes. it's just like a, like people do it. Like it's that one thing that people just let go. And it was like because it's almost like people don't talk about it, they let it go because a lot of the deacons, even pastors are doing it. You know what I mean? Like so they're like that's why people don't talk about it. That's why people don't, um, you know, discuss it as much. And I'm just like – why is it this very sin, God? Literally, oh my God, why is it this one sin that has people with such great bondage? What is it about this one? Where I would, so many Christians are like, I don't do this, this, and but if you like, you have sex, they're like, what? I'm like, wow. And it, you know what it is? So it is, it's a couple of things, right? It's, it's one because our, I mean, we're always, our flesh is, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That's just it. Body right. Body, Amen. Right. Amen. And once your flesh has had a taste of something, it, I have to be honest, it is so incredible. Like, it requires full deliverance from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Amen. really, really good. So that, that's what it is. And then, again, we have the spirit. Let's talk about what happens when you exchange physical intimacy with somebody who's you're ultimately making somebody in the natural your husband that's not in the spiritual your husband. So we're talking Amen. now about a soul tie. Right? So now that's when it gets really real because you're connecting with somebody in the spiritual that you're not supposed to be connected to. And what's happening is that's forming an attachment. And if that person is not your husband, that is an attachment that must be broken, and that can only be mm-hmm. broken through the Holy Spirit. 
So it's like it's so deep when it comes it is. to soul ties and what happens <clears throat> with the flesh once it actually joins <clears throat> or connects or is becomes a part of somebody else's flesh. I'm like, Lord, that's why people – because even if people try to get out of it, because I've been here before, Lord, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Prior to fully surrender and, and, and prior to my last incident, it was like, okay, well, we're not going to do this. And then it's like it, you get into a similar – um, you know, a similar environment or whatever happens, and it's occurring, mm-hmm. you, fall, you fall right back into it. So it's, it is, it really requires full deliverance, full surrender. I think it, exactly, and sacrifice as well, because I, people yeah. will, yeah. again, try to ask me, like, I just keep falling. What do I do? What do I do? And again, it's seriously that people, like, are holding on to hope from a word that I can give them. And I'm like, yeah. you have to understand that, again, you have to seek God. I don't have the strength yeah. to give that to you, get what I'm saying? But also tell them, like, what are you doing? What full sacrifice are you offering to get rid of this? How serious are you? Like, one time I spoke at this church youth group, but it was, like, grown people. Um, and one of the guys said he threw his old laptop away. And I always joke, I'm like, I don't know why he didn't, like, donate it. But the whole point is he, it was that far. You know, it's a hyperbole in the Bible that says cut off, you know, you, you, you gouge out your right eye and cut off your left hand type um, thing, and it's a hyperbole, right? But it the 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 reasoning, or I guess like the the point of it, still holds true. Go to the extreme to get away from yeah. lusting. You know what I mean? And falling. So I'm like, what sacrifices? He said, I realized this laptop. You know what I was doing on it. I needed to get rid of it, right? So he made a great sacrifice. How many people are like, I'm gonna throw my whole laptop away? No, we'd be like, well, I'm not going to use it after eight, or I'm going to lock it up in my closet. I'm going to give it to my sister to hold. He said, no, I'm throwing away the whole thing. I'm just not going to have a laptop in my house. What sacrifice are you offering to be fully delivered? You get what I'm saying? So I tell people, like, it's not that easy. It, it's really not. And I tell people also with, you know, with soul ties, I say bondage because I, soul ties is like a, it, it's a man-made concept. But I don't want to say that being disrespectful, but, but it is a man-made, like, term. And so I can explain better, like, um, making bonds with people, right? We make attachments. You can make a bond with your best friend emotionally and all that. So there is a bond. There's a connection that I believe that God made that was special for sex. Like, in the the perfect world, like, we were going to engage with males, and and males were going to engage with females, and we're going to interact. But the, the thing that would set you and your partner apart would be that sexual encounter that connected you in a way that was so different than any other man you know, that you had connected with. It, it would make it special. And I tell people that that occurs during sex is still happening. Whether we try to dilute it, whether we try to run away from it, there's something that occurs in the spirit that you can't stop. Even if it's in the physical and the mental, you're like, oh, I'm just getting, a, you know, it's just going to be a little booty call. I'm about to hit and quit it. Baby, there's still a connection that happens. You can't take that. You know what I mean? That's what God created to be. And that's why people are like, I don't understand, like, I mean, it was supposed to just be a one-time thing, but now you feel pulled towards that person. You know what I mean? Because that, that connection still comes forth when you engage in sex. It's man that tries to dilute it and, and make it, you know, something that it's not. But I'm like, in its greatest, you know, form, you know, in its greatest design, it's something that is magical. It is something that is divine. It is something that, was supposed to be like unexplainable, but just felt right. You know what I mean? Like people, you, you're not supposed to question why am I still so connected to this person? It's, it was something to be rejoiced, right? That you, you now get to be connected to this person on this level, 
But unfortunately, we as people have come and perverted it, and now people don't understand how special it really is. They think that it can be just like this cheap act that's one and done with a person I never see before or, you know, never see again. And and that's so unfortunate because that wasn't the beautiful design that God had for sex and, and the intimate act that it that is supposed to be. Yeah, and that's good. And you're right. And you're bound by that. Yeah, you're bound to that person, like you said. And it's bondage because <clears throat> it does automatically. You're bound by that spirit of lust um, when it comes to that relationship. Because that's just, I mean, it's mm. It's lustful. So it, and like you said, it's really so much deeper than we make it out to be, but the world is overly sexualized, so therefore everybody makes it okay. Like, mm-hmm. fornicating even in the Christian community, like you said, Kanye shrug, people are wondering, like, what the big deal is. Like, I don't understand it. <laughs> right. Like, we I all struggling. They tried to use, yeah, we oh, girl. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the most famous one, the most famous one is, you know, the Lord knows my heart. Um, Okay. That's not even biblical, though. I can't find that scripture. A girl called me out on it. She's like, is that a scripture, though? And I still can't find it. So I don't know what, what people say and what that's that not, means. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a scripture. In the, I mean, and Jeremiah talks about the heart. The heart is deceitful and wicked above all. You know, like, that's the thing. So we know when you follow the heart, the heart is our heart is full of feelings and emotions, none of which um, align with the spirit, right? There's the flesh and mm. the spirit. So they're always at war. So when people say, mm, amen. The Lord knows your heart. He does, and that's why you need to draw closer to him. He does. That's why you need to repent. Like, he does. That's why you need to be cleansing yourself of all of this. Mm. He knows your heart, and he knows that what you're doing is not in alignment with him. So your heart is deceitful, just like the, the Scripture said. So what people try to do, when I tell you, I've heard people use Scripture about sexual immorality, and they were like, wow. what does it say exact? They were looking for these exact words. It doesn't say specifically that you should fornicate. I'm like, really, guys? Really? So this is what... This is what we're going to do. We're going to actually try to look for and try to find any reason to justify. Like, I have to be honest, when I was caught up in it, I was so ashamed. I was not even, I wouldn't even have the boldness to say, like, ooh, he knows my, I, I just couldn't. But that was because of mm-hmm. my interpretation with the Lord and me really just feeling like, always feeling like I'm so sorry. Like, mm-hmm. always feeling like I was, like you said, I was bound by something, but I couldn't put my finger on it because it was a long, it was a while ago, it was a long time ago before I was, you know, <clears throat> really where I am in my walk, like years ago, I'm like, what is this? Bound is what I was, but I couldn't, I couldn't articulate it. I just knew that it grieved me. It made me sad, but my flesh mm. felt like this is the right thing to do. But in the spirit, I'm like, why am I so sad and I feel like I'm crying all the time? It's because the Lord was convicting me, but I didn't know mm-hmm. what conviction was. So it's almost like if you feel like this darkness and this cloud of sadness, that is conviction. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. the Lord saying, come on, daughter. Like, you, you know better. Come on, daughter. Know who you are. Come on, daughter. Know the man that I have for you would never put you in a position to do that. He would never put you in a position to make these, create these kind of ties outside of marriage. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's so, it, it really is so deep, and we just don't give it. We don't even think much about it. We don't want to talk much about it because everybody wants to wallow in, in, in sin and wants to sort of let their flesh Because everybody want to do it, right. You, right, you want to do it. This is it's the culture. It's that we have. We did a podcast at the at the first of the year about shifting the culture because the world standards have somehow superseded Christ standards, and that is absolutely. When when and and it's so interesting because when we figure out like when we when I think about scripture or or things I was told coming up, it didn't like really made sense or it was just like fun to say. 
But, you know, when it says, like, don't be, like, um, of the world, right? Uh, 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 Krishna, I feel like years ago, or maybe it would happen then, but we were just younger. But you're like, of course I wouldn't be like the world. Like, but now as you get older, you see how easy it is for them to intersect. Like, it's so easy. It's so easy yeah. for the ways of the world to come and, like, kind of infiltrate our beliefs and our way of living. And I want to share because this is the scripture that I stand on with, with my platform is first. Uh, Thessalonians 4.4, 4, and it says it is God's will that you should be sanctified, right? That you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the pagans um, who do not know God. So that's where the knowing God, you know what I mean? When I read that scripture, for me, it brings yeah. forth great uh, revelation because it also gives us accountability that we should learn to control our own bodies. And that's why I feel like you have to get, know God, and then you are now controlled. You have to learn to, like, know, yes, no, yes, no. You know what I mean? Like, don't give me that control. Don't ask me permission. You, because now I'm controlling you. I'm saying, you can do this. Well, no, don't do that. Yes, what does, what is the Holy Spirit convicting you of? You know what I mean? This is God's will for you. This is what God wants us to be set apart. We're not supposed to be in the world having sex loosely, like people who do not know God uh, are doing, right? Because in, in that sense, we want to say they don't know better. They don't know God, so they live like that out of ignorance. But when you know God, that's not how you're supposed to live. Not in this lustful, passionate, do what I want with who I want, just going off the passions and desires of the flesh. That We're not supposed to fall victim to that. And just like any other sin, you know what I mean? But specifically with sex, with fornication, it's like, does your sex life reflect a, a, a life that follows Christ or a life that follows the world? You know, is your sex life, if somebody asks you about your sex life, just by them asking you about your sex life, do they already know, like, she set apart? There's something different about it. When people find out a version, they want to know why. If I'm going to say I'm abstaining, they want to know immediately it sets me apart. You get, but if I was saying I was having sex and doing this and the third, it ain't nothing about that that sets me apart. They're like, oh, she one of us doing the same thing. So, why is she doing the same thing? Ain't nothing different. But when they're like, whoa, what, you a virgin, or you asking it why? What would made you, right? Because they're like, clearly you could if you if you wanted to, right? You could. So, they're looking at me like, why would you choose not to? Because in their head, sex is everything. Why would you ever deny your flesh that? I'm like, baby, let me tell you the ways why. You know what I mean? Like, it automatically opens up that conversation. That's the power of being set apart. Because it ushers in the opportunity for us to share our our um, our testimonies, our our um, you know our, our following Christ. It gives that opportunity. Like God is so strategic. I'm like God, you be knowing, you be knowing what's gonna open up conversation. You know what I mean? So I just want to share that when they, when people say like, oh, it's not about you know scriptures about fornication. That's my favorite to even just stand on, um, and that's what made me want to just share it because it's it's so much in there that you can unpack with um, Paul talking, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, this yes, is, girl. Yeah, this is this is a girl. That was good. This is so good. Yeah, and I wish this was a few years ago when the person said that I know my scripture, but uh, <laughs> they're married now. But, they, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, they, got married, they, they actually ended up. This person actually ended up, uh, yeah, abstaining eventually, so that worked. But um, but yeah, so this is good though. This is a good scripture, like you said. There's so much it tells us, and we must know that we are uh, peculiar people. We are royalty. We are mm. supposed to be set apart, but nowadays right. it's so hard to. Who's, a, who's truly walking in the ways of the Lord and who's just saying they're Christian, like lip service, because there's lip service 
right? Mm-hmm. It's like cultural Christians. Mm-hmm. And there's, there are Christians who are really, truly striving. Nobody's perfect. All of us fall short. All of us sin and fall short of the glory. But there are Christians who are truly living for the Lord, opposed to people who are just screaming out Christians, but their lifestyles are the opposite of everything in the Bible, right? Like, mm-hmm. that, 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 oh, my goodness, I know that that has to grieve the Holy Spirit where you're sort of repping right. the Lord, but then nothing that you're doing is anything that he would approve of or anything that would be right. not approve, but anything that would be pleasing to him, anything mm-hmm. that would lead somebody else to salvation. If anything, people look at Christians who are cultural Christians and who are who have unfortunately been consumed and devoured by the ways of the world and they go, I'm not gonna try I'm not being a Christian because she's just like like you said, she is like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. and so I'm just in a season where I'm just so grateful for the grace and mercy of the Lord because I can I can truly say I am super sold out for the Lord and am just almost a year in back on the bandwagon strong. Wow, and I can really amen. truly walk in a room and not just say like, Oh, I'm Christian, but people know. No, oh thank you. They know. April, right. Come on. They won't even try to Talk to me. They'll tell people, like, nah. And that's how it should be. Yeah, don't even try Amen. to tell because I am walking with the Lord. So I Amen. Okay? And that's the thing. And that's the aroma that we should carry. That is mm, come on. Come on. Amen. We should walk in April. Should, mm. should know. God should not even listen. If he, if not God got to come correct. That's it. They gotta come. I'm telling you, they have to know. See, but a lot of times April. we have, have mm. tried to downplay who we are as women of God, and so we want to sort of fit in. We're not called to fit in. I'm going to free somebody today. We're not called to fit in. Mm. We have been set apart, like my sister said, and people should know that. It should not be Amen. a shameful Ooh. thing for us mm. to walk in a room and for us to, put, to, to, for us to, to demand a certain level of respect. We're demanding mm. the level of respect. Demanding it. Come on. We are children of the most high. You better demand respect and come. Amen. 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 Not because of who you are, because of who dwells who inside you are. of you. Mm. That's mm. who you are. That's the piece that we don't get. I'm like, if you don't adjust your crown and get in that room and own it, because people should know that she's representing Christ to the fullest, to the ends of the earth, not just in her walking and in her music, but in her, like you said, her romantic life, her social life. We have to start being the same way in public as we are in private. We got to start being the same way in private that we proclaim to be in public. Let's just be real today. We got to start being authentic in our walk with the Lord. We got to start being true Christians, holy as God is holy. I'm done. I thank you, Holy Spirit, because this has just been mm. so good, sis. This has been oh, mm. Amen, amen. And April, I just want to add quickly, 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 because you said such a mouthful. I just want to make sure that every woman understands they have the permission to stand in that royal place. Because there's so many women, that's why I tread lightly with this whole me being a virgin. I don't care, tell women how many men you slept with, how many sexual acts you've engaged in, and what you've done in your past. When Christ says you are new, new, that's how you should walk because so many women walk with this shame and they ask me permission. Like Shakia, can I, what does God say? Forget what, stop asking permission from a man, from a woman. What does God say? Did God say you were new? Then walk like it. Right? So this is for every woman. I don't care what you've done in your past. If you claim newness, 
in Christ Jesus, then you walk and you stand in that royalty just the same. You walk in that room with your held, head held high just the same. You adjust your crown just the same because you are deserving of it. And I tell women, I promise there will be a man that honors it. You only need one. This only that you only need one. Stop focusing on the many. There is one man that will see you and honor you, will appreciate you. Do you get what I'm saying? So I just I just want to add that because a lot of times when we say words like that, they think it's for you know this certain type of woman, mm-hmm. I, and those that have a quote unquote past that they've defined think that they're not worthy. But baby girl, you are right there standing with yeah. us. So I just want to add that, April. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Because I certainly have a past. So, I mean, Shakira's holy, holy, but. No, 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 right. No. No, no, no. I know. I'm messing with you. No. But, yeah, I'm just glad you got out because I think that's the piece where the enemy plays on our women, where he says, girl, you can't be. You're not royalty for real. You've done all these things in the past, man. No one will take you seriously. You have. And even people who have children, you know, people who have children, like all these things uh, Mm -hmm. play on our emotions. And so, I'm so glad. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for just really highlighting that, that 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us that, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation Amen. has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Come on, go on, uh-uh. go on, what past, what past? Right. Who was that, who did what? Who, who is him, who is he? I don't, I don't know that man, right. Don't know that woman, I don't know that girl. <laughs> right. That girl, I don't know who that is, and so like you said, right. this happened. Just reminding us, that is such a good reminder, to walk in and no matter where you are, no matter how many times you feel like you've messed up, you failed God, no, 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 no such thing. He already knows our slip-ups, and he's already forgiven us for the sins we've hung on the cross for. Mm. Now, not for us to be accused continuously and for us to play the right. great card, but right. just knowing that the sins that you've committed, they've been white clean. They, you Amen. You are new in him, and that is so new. powerful. So I, like you said, I don't care how many, uh, you may in the, in the back of the day, they say how many bodies you had. doesn't yep. matter. doesn't nope. matter. You what body? Jesus, and he said, okay, he said, give me that photo. Give me, give me right. 50-10? Okay, I got it. I took oh, it. I died for it. Amen. Got it. Let me take you off your hands. Now you're one of mine. And he takes all of your past. He takes your mm. He takes your guilt. He takes everything that you've endured. He takes your childhood trauma. And guess what he does? Mm. He, he replaces it with a crown on your head. That is what he does mm. because that is who we are once we give our life to him. It is so real. Oh. We have to start, like you said, walking in who we are and not allowing the world to tell us who we are, not allowing our, nope. our friends, our parents to tell us who we are, who we aren't. What does the word say about me? Who does God mm. say I am? Not, That's like right. said, not who Shakira says I am, not who April says I am, not who anybody else walking this earth says I am. But listen, this is how I am. If you tell me something that contradicts with the word of God, I can't receive it because I am only mm. going by what God said. And if it ain't in the Bible, right. I'm so sorry. You, I'm so sorry, but I can't receive it unless it's a word from right. Uh, uh, you know, like a prophecy from somebody right. I know and, and it's been confirmed by the Lord. Like, other than that, um, I'm so sorry. I don't right. know. What, what scripture is that? Oh, you can't find a scripture? Right. <laughs> sorry. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I've been, <laughs> oh my gosh, I've been waiting. This, this has been long overdue because I haven't stopped you. Like, girl, you're so sick. Hey, girl. Hey, you <laughs> <laughs> Again. Hey, girl, no, not even. <laughs> I thought I had the corona, girl. I told I you. No. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so blessed by this. I know this blessed other people. This is such a blessing. I know that 
the replay and, and just, you know, the women that listen to it are going to be blessed. And I just pray, pray, pray that it really just ministers to them. I pray it frees them. I pray that it delivers them from the word that has been brought forth, care of the Holy Spirit. And I'm just, my heart is so full, my spirit is so full, and uh, I'm just going to, would you mind, um, well, first let me just thank you, thank you, thank you again. And so who, how can we follow you on Instagram? Because, oh, wait, no, okay, Shakira has T-shirts. <laughs> not wait. Oh, <laughs> I love these t-shirts. I have to order one, and it says, "Was it worth the work? Worth the wait?" So yeah. So quick, I'll I'll, I'll plug all of it um, really fast, and then talk about the shirt. So I just want to plug a couple of resources that I've been working on. One is they can go to my YouTube, um, Shakia Seabrook, and I have a show called The Sexless Situations, and I interview men and women um, who are you know mothers who have a quote unquote promiscuous past, uh, men and their take on absence, different topics. Um, you can, like I said, find on Shakia Seabrook on YouTube, check out the show. Um, the, the shirt you're talking about is on my newly launched, uh, website, thesexlesstribe.com. The shirt that you talk about is I am worth the work. I am worth the wait. And it is influenced by, um, the story of Jacob, Rachel, and Leah in the Bible. If you have not read it, um, Jacob pursues Rachel and he works for her for seven years. He waits for her for seven years and goes on to marry her. And I believe that there are modern-day Jacobs. If a man says that he truly desires you and wants you, that he should be willing to work for you, put an effort in pursuing you, and be willing to wait for you. Um, so the shirts are available on the website. Um, lastly, I have a book called The Decision, A Conversation on the Tempting, Confusing, Yet Rewarding Abstinence Journey. It talks about the different situations that I found myself um, in practice and abstinence, and I give tips and takeaways on how I overcame them. And I have testimonials from men and women who are also on the abstinence journey and share their story. Um, but, yeah, with everything being said, if you forget everything I said, just go to thesexlesstribe.com for all, those, for all that information and links, and you can follow me at Shakia Seabrook 22 on Facebook and Instagram. And that's it. That's it. Okay, yeah, all, I'm just, all of those good things. And then you have the new shirt out for men. Oh, the new shirt. Oh, yeah, Star of the Flesh, Feed the Spirit. And I have something really special coming up for these men that's going to wear the shirt. Um, it's just a take on, I hear a lot of people challenging men's masculinity because of their choice not to engage in sex. For some reason, mm -hmm. masculinity and sex are tied together in society. But I'm like, for me, one of the definitions of a real man is a man that starves his flesh and feeds his spirit. So the men are going to be wearing their shirts, real men starve the flesh and feed the spirit, and they're going to talk about their testimonies um, of practice and abstinence and how that doesn't take away from their manhood. And I can't wait for you guys to see the post and read their testimonies because it's going to be super powerful. Yeah, I'm, I know. About, I'm telling you, I, oh, my God. I, yeah, you have to connect me with, with, with somebody I can bring on for our men. Absolutely. Absolutely. I cannot wait. I love it, love it, love it. I love, like you said, that there's nothing more attractive than a man who's serious about his relationship come, with Christ. So come on. That he was, come on. Okay. Girl, I can discipline that body because a disciplined man, listen, his singlehood yeah. is a disciplined husband in marriage. So amen for peace yeah. that you done you know, discipline your urges yeah. before you met me, right? So I have a little more Absolutely. confidence in you. So okay. I'm, I'm attracted, right? I, I'm telling you that, that right there for me, I'm like, wow, I'm automatically intrigued. So I look forward right. to um <laughs> Right, like, right. It really just, no, really just, I mean, there's such an example for the youth. It really, truly is. Yeah, yeah. You know, millennial or even not yep. millennial, yep. especially millennial men of God, really want yes. this thing out. Yes, yes. 
Yes, and an inspiration for our women to let you know they out here waiting, and they look like something, and they doing something with their lives, and they're honoring their body, not for us, but for God. Like, yes. I'm going to tell you, don't be in these men DM. Don't do that, sis. Don't be in these men DM, okay? Because they, they, the men is excited, they're ready, and they're about to be visible. And one man even said, I hope this brings our mates. So they ready. They are. The man was like, I hope this brings us a wife. But I'm saying, y'all, don't, don't pervert what we about to do. Don't do that. Lady. Right. Please, y'all. Please. The scripture says, don't call your brother to stumble. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave a comment. Don't go in the DM. Just comment nothing under the post. Amen, brother. Okay? Amen. Thank you. That's it. That's right. That's it. Keep it real front row. Like, okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> for that April. I'm excited. Look out for I'm that. Uh, I'm excited about that. That is going to just, I'm going to be sharing it with all my male friends like, oh my God. God. Amen. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited because you don't see that often and they battle just different. They, have, they battle with the flesh is just different than ours and so I will mm-hmm. be looking to understand it. So that, that brings me much hope. And just imagine, ladies, if you connected with your kingdom man of God and he's also abstaining, do you know how powerful you Girl. are? Like, Girl! 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 I'm over here. Mm. Yep. So you know what? As a result of that, everything their hands touches as a couple and as a mm. married couple and in their courtship or whatever it might be, everything mm. is touched because they're honoring me. I got them. I'm blown mm. on because that's what mm. we do. We honor them. Come on. He honors us in return. Ephesians three. Oh, I know. Exceedingly. I'm telling you. Floodgates open. I told you. Mm-hmm. It, I, and I echo those sentiments. When I fully surrendered, floodgate, literally, I haven't been able, I haven't looked back because that's what nope, I be crying. look forward to. Have not mm. even the distractions, sending people back around. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I'm full force Amen. ahead. There's nothing that you're going to do to get me to turn back to where I was because, like you said, there's something about giving God your full yes with your body, your mind, your finances, mm. your career, your spouse, wow. your choice. Everything you're laying your mm. altar like, let's do it, Dad. And he goes, right. Finally, Amen. Finally, you're off the bench. Finally, you're off the bench. Mm. In the game, right? He Amen. Waiting to tag you in. Mm. Amen, Lord. We just thank mm. you, Father God. Oh, Lord. Okay. Amen. Oh, you have been such a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Thank you for just blessing oh. us with your presence. We will do more, I'm sure, in the future because this right here is. This, this was some Holy Ghost fire, so I'm just, oh. I'm so honored and blessed by your presence. Just praying, praying, oh. praying that God just continue to prosper your ministry, continue to expand your territory. Sis, you are doing something powerful in the kingdom. Mm. Oh, my goodness, Lord. I, I just oh. thank you, Father, my sister, Lord. I thank you for her obedience, Amen. Father God. I pray, Father, that Amen. everything she touched, Lord, it be um, anointed, Father. Everything she touched, Father, may it be prosperous in your name, Father God. I pray, Lord, Amen. that you have her enter into rooms, Lord, that she hasn't even seen, Father. Blow her mind, Lord, mm. in this season because of her obedience to you, Father. Blow her mind, Lord, with the kingdom connections, the kingdom helpers, Father God. And more importantly, Father, her kingdom mate, Lord. Send them when it's time. Oh. Lord, prepare my sister, Father God, so that when they connect, Amen. Father, that the demons may tremble at the thought 
of their connection, mm. Lord, that they may make waves in the kingdom, Father God, for you, Lord, that they may be Amen. influencers and trailblazers, Father, in the Christian community, Lord, that they won't just talk the talk, Father God, but they will walk this thing out for all Amen. to see, Father God. The multitudes, Lord, will be delivered because of their positions, Lord. The multitudes, Lord, will be delivered because of their ministry, mm. Father. I thank you, Father, for the word that was brought forth today, Father. Thank you for the revelation. Thank you for using my sister, Lord, to just continue to speak through, Lord. We pray, 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 Father, that you continue to allow her to be a voice for the youth, Father, to allow her to be a voice to the teens, Father. Allow her to really deliver and set free, Father, using the revelation that you've given her, Lord. We honor you, Father. We're going to honor you with our bodies in this season, Father. Yes, it doesn't God. matter what we did before today, Lord. What anybody has done before today, Lord, today moving forward, Father, we give you our full yes with our bodies. We give you our full Amen, yes with our God. We give you our full yes with our careers, Lord. We give you our full mm. yes with our ministries, Father God. Reminding Amen, us, Lord, that we are no longer bound by our flesh, Lord. We are no longer bound by love, Amen. In the name free, of Jesus. Lord. What the Son free, has set God. free, Lord, is free indeed, Amen. Lord. So free we have to claim freedom Amen. today, Lord. In your name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Claim. We worship you, Father God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for the deliverance thank of my sisters, Lord. Thank you for reminding them that they're royalty, Father God. Thank yes, you, Father, God. Remind them, Lord, that they are new in you, Father. Nothing that they've done yes, God. in relation to you matters, Father. The slate is clean, Lord. Let them walk yes, God. Hallelujah. No more fear, Lord. No more fear of what people will think. No more fear of what people Hallelujah. will think. Release them from that, Father. People pleasing. Validation seeking. Yes, God. In the name of Jesus, Father, they're going to walk boldly, Lord. We're releasing boldness in this season. Holy boldness, Father. Holy confidence mm. in you, Father, and what they can do through you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We praise you in this precious yes, name. Yes, God. Amen. Amen. Lord. Amen. Thank you Amen. so much, April. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone who's going to listen to this podcast. We pray it blesses you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye, sis. Thank you so much. Thank you, April. Thank you.